Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Strategically and Unapologetically with Firestarter Monica. And of course, I am Firestarter Monica and I am excited. Today, we've got one of the creatives out of all the creatives, Ms. Crystal Kalo McKay. Welcome, Crystal. Thank you so much for having me. I am so, 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 so excited to be here. Well, I can assure you, you're not near as excited as I am. The diamonds in the rough, as promised, we've been delivering, and I know they can't wait. We've gotten um, reviews from your, 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 your notice, your flyer out there. So I'm not I'm going to take advantage of the time because I know um, you're down in your workshop and you're getting busy. I'm going to take advantage of this time. And again, thank you for setting this time aside for us. I really appreciate yeah, it. So I want to ask you, I see, what is that over your shoulder, Kalo? Okay. <laughs> yes. Please share. Yes. So this is my brand. That's where the Kalo comes from. It's actually K-Lorraine Apparel um, is the actual company name. Um, and that is my brand that I started, which is a women's clothing brand. Um, a couple years ago, I did experiment with men's clothing, or it was actually unisex. Um, and we didn't have that much success. I'm not, you know, you win some, you lose some. And so I just decided to continue to solely focus on women's clothing. And we have really grown and scaled since. And I'm just, I'm excited for what's to come. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing that with us because that was going to be one of my questions. You know, you started talking about women's apparel and I wanted to know where the guys permanently excluded, but you did say you experimented um, a couple, you know, a couple years back. So I want to ask you this. How long have you been in the clothing industry? And where did this interest come from? Okay, so I've been in the clothing industry for a long time. I don't even know how many years. I've lost count. Um, I would say my interest was sparked when I was younger. My aunt um, who raised me, um, she adopted me when I was 12. And she will always get so mad because she would come in the house and something would be missing a shirt a sheet something was gone because i had probably sewn it together i had added paint to it and cut it up the side i did something to it because i would need something to wear when i was back in high school and that was really big like kind of like putting your own twist on things that you didn't buy <laughs> so um and so that that's really where I noticed that I had, you know, I would like do it for other people at school. They would pay me to kind of like put paint on their jeans and stuff. And so I was like, hmm, okay. But I didn't really understand what that was, you know, coming from where I come from, it was kind of like, okay, you're gonna go to college. You're gonna be a doctor or a lawyer or a nurse or something. And so um, I'll never forget I had probably been on Michigan State's campus for a month and it was in one of my first classes and we were all going around the class and we were, you know, kind of stating um, our majors, you know, the like general introductions. And this girl, her name was Lauren and she was dressed so cute. She looked like something out of, off of Clueless. 
and she was like, yes, my name is Lauren. Um, I'm from wherever, and um, my major is fashion design. And I was like, at the time, I was um, a business major. And this was one of like the classes that's a prereq. So you'll have all different types of students in here. And so I was like, okay, noted. <laughs> and after class, I went up to her. I was like, I really love your outfit, you know, and I don't want to kind of come off too harsh. But I did notice that you said um, that your major was fashion design. Is that a real thing? And she was like, oh, yeah, absolutely. She told me all the people I needed to go talk to. I went the next day. Um, and I met with the dean and um, I met with some of the professors and I was like, I'm absolutely switching over and the rest is history. I would say so. So what did what I, you did mention Michigan State University. And so yes. what was your, your major? Did, I'm so I, you graduated. Yes. Yep. So I graduated in 2012 um, and my major was apparel and textile textile design, which is just the fancy name for fashion design. Apparel is clothing and textile is the actual fabric. Okay, I'm digging it. I'm, I just learned something. Thank you for sharing. And I wanted to ask you this. So while at Michigan State, did you simply just go through the course and, you know, go through the major and so, or, or did you begin to do things on college campus? Um. So, um, like I said, originally I was a business major. And so once I was able to transfer, that was probably after my first semester. And I really had a hard time when I was in college. Like that first semester, I was ready to fold. Like, okay, it's probably time to go home. And I was like, you know what? I prayed about it. And I was like, I'm gonna do this. Like, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna tough it through. And it was really toughing it through. It actually took me a little bit longer to graduate than the normal four years. Um, but I did. And during that time, I really cultivated a customer base, which I didn't know I was doing that at the time. Um, I was just, you know, doing what I loved. But I would do like different events on campus. I would host fashion shows. Um, a lot of the times, like my um, my professors would say, like, Crystal, we really need you to be pushing yourself a little bit more. We need you to like take your designs, you know, just like a couple levels higher. And I'm like, look, I'm fulfilling the assignment. And when this assignment is over, I'm taking this and selling it. So I need to make sure it's something that people want to buy. So it's like, am I fulfilling the assignment? You know, because they, I think that they really wanted us to push ourselves to be really avant-garde and make things for the runway. And I was just like, Ralph Lauren never did that. You know, he didn't do that till later in life when he um, started like the purple label and the black label, but he started with polos. And so, and you know that's one of the most known brands and so i felt like you know i think that they're missing a market i think that they're they're skipping a segment by trying to have us like go straight to the runway everybody does and that takes a long time that takes a very long time and it's very hard to be successful within that um so i was doing anything i could on campus i was always a part of all the fashion shows if i wasn't hosting my own um i would set up at our, I can never remember the name of it, but it's kind of like the like centralized location where you have like the eateries and stuff like that. And I would set up shop. I would have my table. I still have pictures to this day. I would have my table set up and I would have clothes laid out that I sold all by hand. My thing at the time was um, 
I'll only create one of each piece that was at the time. <laughs> so, and you know, the girls on campus, they love that because they could come to me, they could get a $40 dress that they can wear to an event. They know no one else is going to have it on at the event. Um, and so that was really my thing. And I didn't realize at the time, but I really was cultivating like a very strong customer base. Well, thank you for sharing that. So I want to ask you, um, and, and I want to make note that you're in California. Yes. And you know yes. that New York and California are the Mecca for creativity, mm -hmm. for those yes. creatives, you know, the artsy people. Yes. And I want to begin to talk to you because somehow Kalo managed, Kalo Apparel managed to survive, better yet, thrive during a pandemic. And I don't want to come across as being gruesome or anything of the sort. But that pandemic, there is no one that is alive that has experienced any other pandemic. Yeah. And it has transformed the world and our worlds. Every person on the planet that is cognizant, I don't care whether you live in a third world country, the way you did business no longer exists. Absolutely. No longer exists. So I want to begin to talk to you about e-commerce, mm -hmm. being an e-commerce retailer. And what is it? Well, let's just start there. What is it to you? What does it mean to be an e-commerce retailer? Can you shed a little bit of light? Um, I think that it is a different type of freedom. You know, I know that for some people, it's kind of a scary space. It's the internet. And there's so many things going on on the internet. It's constantly changing. You literally have, they say that we have four seconds to capture a buyer's attention and keep their attention. And then we have around um, 10 to 15, or I'm sorry, we have around 30 seconds to get them to purchase. And so I think that for me, you know, I embrace that. I, I love a challenge. I think it is, it can be challenging at times, but once you kind of get a hold of exactly who you're selling to and how you're going to sell to them, the possibilities are endless. Um, and so I love it. I really okay. do. Well, I want to say this before, I, I've got one really good question, but before I go there, I want to say, um, I follow your product line. In fact, I do. I am a bearer of Kalo <laughs> apparel. Um, look, folks. Okay, that looks yeah. like a boyfriend shirt to me. This is a boyfriend <laughs> shirt. And I do want to say that I'm able, I have dressed the boyfriend shirt up and down. Um, you know, it's it's um, the material, the collar, it. I mean, it's truly like a boyfriend shirt because like my husband, his business shirts go to the dry cleaner and they starch them. And the material is not just quality, ultra quality. And I also want to share this with the audience. Another Kalo. Okay, that's our Romtown bag. Yeah, the Romtown bag. <laughs> so Kalo, um, uh, your, your clothing line is very diverse. I've noticed it to be very diverse, but you said something on with the last question that I presented to you 
about e-commerce. Mm-hmm. I have tried the e-commerce and the internet is a super highway. Yes, it is. You have learned to not just survive in e-commerce, but to thrive. Your business, we had a little conversation prior you know, to the camera going on, and you have managed to thrive. I mean, Kalo is you. It's synonymous. Your life is integrated and wrapped around. This is what you do. You eat, you sleep, and you breathe Kalo apparel. So I want for you to share, let us know, is there something because you've managed to get in Timing is everything. You've managed to get in on the, uh, the what can I say, the, the runway, the mm-hmm. entry when the door first opened with e-commerce and you got in and you've learned. Do you offer what you've learned about e-commerce to other uh, consumers like me that may want to start an e-retail um, business? Absolutely. So I developed um, a company called Clockwise. Um, And I call it Clockwise because we always want to go clockwise, never counterclockwise. And so I created, that's more of my baby that is for, to help the creative entrepreneur. Um, Because I noticed that even though it has kind of come naturally to me, um, as far as being in the e-commerce space and creating content and those things, a lot of people struggle with that. And so I wanted to open up an avenue where I could like get on the phone, you know, get get face to face with some of these creatives and really help them kind of piece through their ideas. I know when I was coming up, this was all new, you know, before when I was in college, we didn't have the most we had was Etsy. So we didn't have Shopify and WooCommerce and all of these other platforms that really are tailored towards helping um, small businesses really expand. And so I was selling clothes through Instagram and, you know, Facebook and things like that. And I had so many questions and no one to go to to help me answer them. And so I really wanted to create a space. And that's what I did with Clockwise to help creative entrepreneurs kind of shift that creative hat because sometimes we can get two in our creative bag and we're like solely focused on being a creative which is fine if that's what you want to do but if you're really looking to create product that can get in the hands of people and um really create a business around it then that's what clockwise is for because i'm here to help you take it to that next level and go past like the starving artist (laughs) phase as i like to say because a lot of us can get caught in that um, and really take it to the next level. And so we sit on the phone and we just talk, you know, and I'll ask you questions. You can ask me questions. And I think that that was one thing that I was really missing when I started my company. And so I wanted to be able to, you know, before I'm this multi-million dollar company and I'm like having all these employees, I really wanted to be able to touch some people that are at, at you know, at first base. Awesome. That is awesome. And, you know, um, is it okay instead of Crystal if I just call you Kalo? That is fine. <laughs> okay. So Kalo, um, it, it, I, I'm glad you brought that out. And I'm glad that you've been inspired to start uh, Clockwise. Because, and what it sounds like to me, and don't stop to hesitate you know, to correct me, but it sounds like that Clockwise 
is developed not just, and it's not just geared to uh, the clothing industry, but any entity that desires to sell via the internet. Yeah, I think that for me, um, obviously I do have a strong base in fashion because that's what I do. But I think that when selling online, the formula doesn't differ too much from industry to industry. The way that I look at it is, you know, clothing is my product and I'm a product-based business. So if you are a product-based business, meaning you could be the product, you could have a tangible product, you know, you could be selling a service, but there's still a way to create your content and set up your website in order to reach, you know, um, your target demographic. And so it's absolutely not just for fashion entrepreneurs. It is for the creative entrepreneur. If you're cre in that creative space and you want to still reserve space for yourself to be creative, which is very important, um, but you do want to see, you know, your products or whatever it is that you have to offer in the hands of people all over the world, you need to get on the internet. And so I'm just, I'm really here to offer whatever it is that I can in whatever capacity to really help those people. Awesome. So I want to go back uh, talking about the pandemic again. That was um, from what, early uh, 2022. Huh? Officially, now. it was just over <laughs> May 11th, according you know, to, to right. our uh, commander in chief, the president. Mm -hmm. um, I want you to, to expound because a lot of businesses did not make it. Mm -hmm. How did you manage not just to survive, but to thrive during the pandemic. What, and I don't expect you to tell all of your clockwise secrets, mm -hmm. but what, how did you shift your perspective, your way of seeing anything? I know, I, I know people that fought depression. I know, you know, lots of people were lost. How did you mind, how did you manage to stay entrepreneurially healthy and grow during that time? Um, who God, <laughs> okay. first and foremost, um, I am really big in my faith. And so I prayed a lot, um, and just asked for answers. And I also paid attention to my customer. You know, I do think that being internet savvy absolutely helped because at that time, everyone was stuck at home. So what were they doing when they were stuck at home? They were on their phone. And, the, you know, their phone, their tablet, their computer, whatever it may be, a lot of people started working from home, which meant that they were always in front of computers. And I had already penetrated that space, you know, the e-commerce space and the online space. But I had to revamp um, my strategy and, quite frankly, my clothing offer. Um, I was... At the time, I was making, I was still making basics. So I had my basic uh, body suits and leggings, but I was also focused on like dresses um, for events. And I kind of like scratched that idea. I was like, nobody is going anywhere. <laughs> so, you know, there it, it makes no sense to invest in inventory in that area. But what I did notice, I started creating content in my apartment. And 
I would just like throw on my leggings and throw on one of my crop tops or something. And I may just be sitting on the couch and people loved it. You know, it was like, oh my gosh, yeah, I'm stuck at home, but I don't just have to wear pajamas all day. And I think that that is really um, when I saw things really shift um, because it was like, okay, people are still willing to spend. They're just a little bit more conscious of what they're buying, you know, and how much they're spending and what they're spending it on. But if I can show, if I can show that my leggings have value, then they'll buy them. And that's exactly what happened, you know, and I just thank God that we were able to survive because like you said, a lot of businesses did not make it, especially those businesses that unfortunately only had brick and mortar and had not transitioned to online. Um, but because I was already operating in the online space, I was, I won't say I was prepared for it because none of us were, but I, I, I kind of had like a, a one up on some of my other competitors. Okay. Wow. So I want to ask you this. What would you say, just give an estimate of how many customers Kayla Apparel um, addresses in the course of a year? Woo, that's a good question. Um, You'd have to get in touch with your people and have them. Yeah, I would have to look at some numbers. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, I would have to. I would have to really die. I don't even know what that would look like. Wow. I could say two thousand, but I know it's more than that. I'm curious to know. I'm gonna follow up with you if that's okay. Yes, I am absolutely. curious to know how many customers you've serviced from 2012 to date. Mm. That's eleven years. That's Yay. eleven. Years. All right. So. I'm going to glean the time. Okay. So moving right along, I want to ask you one other question before I, I completely shift. Okay. Um, is your client, uh, not client, but is, has your customer base been solely in the United States? Um. So no, I'm proud to say that they have not. We have sold to um, Switzerland. We've sold to Canada a lot. Uh, which is, you know, I'm from Michigan, so that's kind of like our neighbor. Um, we've done the UK, uh, Australia, um, Uganda. Um, I'm trying to think because every time, you know, every time we get an international customer, I always have my team like, I want to know, let me know. You know, I don't want that to go under the radar because that's something that I really want to like kind of sit in. Um, so yeah, we've, we've, we're definitely not, um, solely just selling to the United States. That's beautiful. So Kalo apparel, um, well, Kalo, you are definitely, and this is, and I hope this is okay with you. You are definitely an e-commerce retail guru. <laughs> you have found <laughs> your niche. And there aren't many people in life that find their niche. So kudos to you. And as you, you said, I believe that your relationship uh, with God has made an impact. It's made an impact. So mm -hmm. you have mentioned a team. Mm -hmm. So, so Kalor Peril isn't going away anytime soon. You're just not a fly by night and just throwing things 
out there. Um, so what can we expect? What can we expect from Kalo Apparel and Clockwise in the, in the next, let's say, 12 months? So we are right now, we're working on putting together um, Kalo in the community, which is uh, will be a division of Kalo where we give back. Um, and um, like I said, when I was younger, my aunt adopted me and I lost my mother at a young age. And so it's very important for me to um, be of service to other young women that were that are in that position that I was in um, or that, you know, may have come out of that, but are still struggling or looking for some resources or, you know, just just needing something. I want to be of service to them. And so um, that's what we're working on actually here within the next couple months. And I'll be taking that home, back home to Michigan. I'll be starting there. And then I'll also be doing some work in California where I live now. Um, so that is really what I'm excited about for Kalo Apparel outside of really just scaling the business. I'm still currently adding to my team. Um, we just added two new team members. We have um, our PR assistant and we also have a showroom assistant. Um, and so that's really exciting to because that's another thing as an entrepreneur, you need help. You know, I don't care what anyone says, the hustle and bustle, that's all cute but we are about working smarter and not harder. And so wherever you can kind of divvy up tasks and allocate um, work to other people, you should. Um, because if not, you'll get burned out and it won't do anyone any good. So I'm really excited about that. And then uh, for Clockwise, really just opening that up and really um, touching more customers, touching more entrepreneurs and, and really getting that out there. Awesome. Uh, this is a great time. Would you mind sharing with the listener how they can contact you for Clockwise? Yes. So if you go to Go Clockwise and Clockwise with a K. So it's G-O-K-L-O-C-K-W-I-S-E.com. So GoClockwise.com. And there you'll be able to find, I actually have compiled um, a vendors list. So it, it's for vendors, for um, people who do are more specifically in fashion, but we do have some vendors on there that will help you just with if you need packaging for your brand um, and different things like that. So it's not just solely for fashion, but it is um, um, kind of fashion based. Um, and then you can also book a complimentary call with me. Um, and that'll be a 15 minute call where we can sit and we can kind of get an overview of where exactly you are. Um, I find that, you know, everyone is at a different space in their journey. And so I didn't want something that like, I want wanted to get more information from the entrepreneur before I just say, hey, this is where you need to go or this is what you need. Um, and I wanted to make it free. So you get a free 15 minute call with me. It's gonna be me. It's not gonna be someone from my team. And we'll just get to talk about your business goals and, and where you want to go and start from there. Okay, there you go, listeners. All you diamonds in the rough. There's is your complimentary clockwise um, offer. So thank you for that. Now, where can we go to the listener go to get these wonderful <clears throat> um, Kalo apparel items? Is there a website? Yes. So you can go to Kalo Apparel, K-L-O 
A-P-P-A-R-E-L.com. That is KaloApparel.com. Thank you so much. I just want to say that I am excited. I am impressed as to what you're doing, what you've done. And I am um, really, really impressed about Kalo in the community. So many of our youth and adults need that. It's one thing to have an idea and it's something altogether different to put that idea into action, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So thank you. I won't take any more of your time, but again, thank you and bravo, Kaylor Peril. Um, I want, uh, well, let me ask you, is there any uh, promotion for Kaylor Peril for um, any of the listeners if they are to go to your website because they have listened to Strategically and Unapologetically with Firestarter Monica? Yes, there actually is. So if you are listening right now, if you go to our website and you put in the code CONFIDENT, so just like the word CONFIDENT, it'll give you 15% off your total purchase. Okay. And we don't want to just put it out there like that. We want a start and stop time because I don't want people to come four, five, six, seven, eight, nine years from now and say, you said confident. Nope, they can. Um, I am not shy when it comes to um, giving out incentives for people to shop my brand because I'm still a small business. So it's very important to me if they go, you know, if, if someone watches this five years from now, more than likely that code will still be active. Um, you, it is a one-time use. So that's the stipulation that's on it. You can only use it on your first purchase, but. Well, thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, folks, you've got, you have truly, I know I have been really impacted and really blessed by Crystal Kalo McKay of Kalo Apparel and of Clockwise. And again, thank you. You have been strategically and unapologetically with Firestarter Monica. Until we meet again, be 